Drive on lug nuts. We're going to do it live with the two checkered flags. We start the show because this is Purjangers and Wallhangers 237th podcast of Lug Nuts. Welcome, gearheads. This week, we have recalls. Class action disappointment. They were warned. Reliability of Alpha. Markups. And an underwater Jeep. And more. Enjoy the show. Drive on lug nuts. Drive on lug nuts indeed. Right on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find all the crazy and luggy nuttiness right up top in the funniest moments. Just like last week's lug nuts podcast. Fly on my electric electrified Zephyr. Okay. And the Triforce podcast, which of course will be coming up next uh, as soon as I get a chance to upload it, which is the House of Martha. Coming soon, just like coming on Monday, Walljanger Gaming with Big Brother going through Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep, Horizon Zero Dawn. And Closing in on the end? Scratching or? the surface. Oh, so, wow. All right. Uh, there's a lot I'm not doing, but I'm going through the main story and yeah. whatever else catches my fancy. So, it's a nice uh, open world, a lot to eat. It's in. a really good story. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. I mean... Ooh. From the little bit I've sat in, I've learned so much about the character Aloy, and I can't wait for the new one, as well as the rest of your playthrough. So, we start off here with the first story, which is not so palatable. Yes, Ford has a recall. About 700,000 Ford Explorers from 13 to 17. Uh, 2020-2021... F-350 Super Duty pickups, Lincoln Aviators, and they all have various problems. The rear axle housing spring seat is weird. Oh. Weird uh, weld. Oh, the weld. It's a weird (laughs) welding issue. (laughs) It's weird. Look at that rear axle. It just looks weird, right? We should recall that. Yes. Little things like a battery wire could cause a fire. All right. Well, or I mean, the drive line could become disconnected. Do you need the whole drive when line? you're driving? And some people could have been injured. Okay. Okay. But do you need so, the whole drive line? Yeah, it's okay. kind of an important part. Okay. I don't think you're going. So that's not going not, very far then. You're not going anywhere without it. Right. Right. So that's <clears throat> that's bad news. for Ford, but we, I'm sure there's you we, know the simple fixes a new. Yeah. Harness, yeah. a new driveline. That's, that's not the worst Probably news. a yoke connector. That's not the worst news. Oh, no. We have another story. Shelby 350 GT owners from 2015 were led to believe... I hate that ad. I know. All right. Start. Here. Put something there. Don't just fucking block it with a white blank page. Anyway. Anyway, I'll start over. Shelby 350 G. 
Tea owners from 2015 were led to believe that they were going to get a 911 GT3. Uh-huh. That's the type of track car that they thought they were purchasing. Owners say they didn't get that, so they're suing. Ford. Squeaky yeah, lots too. of squeaky wheels. Mm. They didn't add the track-ready stuff, and they never mm. planned on adding it. The technology pack, uh, 2016 cars had track-ready cooling and stuff, but uh, not everybody did. Right. Some of the more the higher-end cars had the uh, oil, uh, different transmission, oil cooler, and uh, track-ready bits. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> just seems like a big con. Oh, it gets worse. Those people who do go on a track day, they say that they can never finish unless it goes into the limp home mode. That is horrible. You might as well have a squeaky wheel. That's awful. Yeah, they say that You can't finish uh, the fucking track? Yeah, on a track car. Wow. That's a big flub right there. Oh, That's a really big flub on their part, man. It wasn't a flub. Oh, do tell. In the lawsuit, they say the cars were intentionally designed without intercoolers because Ford couldn't afford it. They were going to charge <laughs> you for the intercoolers. <laughs> they were broke. But they were never going to do it. You know, it's stuff like this that keeps me out of a Ford. I'm going to spend how much on a track car and you're not going to give me an intercooler? <laughs> yes, so I'm going to sue you. You know what? I'm going to find other people. Yeah. And now there's a class action lawsuit. At least tell me we're going to beef this up, except we're not going to give you another intercooler. At wow. least be honest and no one will buy it. You so know, they're suing. <laughs> you can't blatantly lie is what you're telling me here. Yeah, no owners have finished a track day as of yet. <sighs> wow, that is definitely a sad trombone. Oh, it gets better in the oh, next boy. story. Wow, you're just really laying this on thick, aren't you? Yeah. I, I try, it's like a Band-Aid. We're just going to rip it off right in the front. Welcome to Lug Nuts. The doom and gloom's in the front. Yeah, a little sprinkle in at the back. There was a <laughs> lot of recalls this week. <laughs> like it's, so... If you remember the Bolt problem, 2017 to 19, owners were told, do not park mm-hmm. your car indoors. Yeah. Well, two people thought that was a better idea. One blaze happened in Vermont, and the other one happened in Jersey. You know what surprises me about this story? What? It didn't happen in Florida. Yeah. That seems like a very Florida man thing to do, but no. Jersey, right up there, though. I believe that wholeheartedly. Vermont kind of surprises me. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I totally don't, thought Florida. Don't man. park it inside. Yeah. Call your Chevy dealer. Get it fixed. Park it outside. Park it outside. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You bought the you bought the fucking thing. You know. I'm sure it was very nice, but. In this next story, we have a wonderful truck to talk about. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's better than that other crap. <laughs> yeah, but a truck. Yes, the Chevy Colorado, they will have, offer a Trail Boss off-road package starting in 2022. 
Looks like Kevin from Big Timber was selling a little bit of uh, photo space for the truck for them to spend <laughs> on. Like, oh, you just want to take a picture, eh? Well, sure, go ahead. Yeah. The dealer will install it uh, about almost uh, 2.9 for the LT models and 2.8 for the Z71 models. It will include suspension lift, uh, different wheel skid plates, and visual bits. Uh, it will love visual bits. Yes, it'll be equivalent to the modifications. Will be equivalent to the AT4 trim level mm-hmm. on the GMC Canyon. Okay, they'll lift that shit up an inch. Good enough. Good Who enough. doesn't want an extra inch? A nice lift on a truck can actually, you know, really do you good. It can, like an apple a day. But don't drive into water unless you got a snorkel. Yeah, no, for, for real. It's not worth it. We're though. full of all sorts of helpful hips. <laughs> helpful tips. Here. Helpful tips and hips. Yes. Like this next <laughs> story, I thought was fascinating, and we are guilty of what this guy is accusing us of. There's two okay. pictures of alphas. <clears throat> so, lots of people talk about alphas being unreliable. I've heard such. Yes, I've heard such as well. But Even is, on this very program. What does the data say? Well, mm, very UK, good UK drivers who have owned new cars for, for three months and three years impressively ranked the 2019 Gilliardo third out of the top 100 reliable cars. Wow. That's really awesome. He was saying that uh, a uh, uh, someone he knows over at uh, another car magazine, uh, they got a Quattrofolio, and it was nothing but problems. So, and he had an Alpha, and no problems. Or knew another guy who had an Alpha, and they had no problems. Wow! So. As a whole, Alfa Romeo placed ninth out of 30 manufacturers in terms of satisfaction, 89.84%. If only they could do that in F1. They're just behind Lexus. Well, they're just getting started. (laughs) 2020 survey says 28.6% of owners had a problem of some kind. (laughs) That sounds like a lot, right? Well, you're not an MG owner. You're, you had 31.8% problems. Land Rover, 33.8. And most alpha problems are electrical. Okay. So. Well, that's just like Volkswagen and BMW and all them. You know, yeah. you get more electronic stuff in there, it's going to go wrong. Yeah. Well, at least you know what it is. It's not the... Uh Mechanical bits. It's I mean, expensive. there's even problems with electrical systems now because everybody, this is a good point uh, to bring this up, um, is that a lot of people are like bedazzling like their cars and shit. And what? yeah, they're like Sorry, putting little what? rhinestones around like the ignition button and different stuff and all on their keys. Here's the problem with that. It interferes with the signal from the key to the car and different you functions like Bluetooth and stuff like don't. But dazzle your car is my point. Just like tenting with I, these I upgraded computer systems, they are designing the car for situation. You go outside of that, it's on you. So that's really the point I want to drive home here. Don't bedazzle your car. I didn't I didn't I didn't see that one coming. I know. 
I know. Just that was my like, n- nice little surprise story there. Just <laughs> like dazzling of cars. You might not have seen this one coming in the next story. Ferrari says they have never copied another car company, especially Maserati. Okay. So what is that? That is the Ferrari. Okay, looks like Ferrari Maserati. and Maserati <laughs> recently revealed two or one each V6 powered mid-engine supercars. This is the uh, there's the 296 GTB and the MC20. I've literally just seen a Maserati that we might actually have the owner in uh, pictures of his car on here on Lug Notes in the future. But I've literally just seen a Maserati that is not too far off from this car. Uh, go down. That will be that one. Ooh. Scroll down. That would be that one. Yeah. You see how they look alike? Completely different. So that made people think that they might be copying. They, they both are northern Italian-based Companies within a 30-minute drive of each other. It's as different as rye and potato bread. Well, in 1997, Fiat sold 50% stake of Maserati to Ferrari. They have collab- collaborated, collaborated on stuff in the past like the Enzio <laughs> and Maserati's MC12, named after their favorite copy machine. Which is Pro- your favorite? Probably not. That's Out I'd of these just... two. Because this one is... You know, kind of, you know, Lotus bubble top, kind of, you know, very classic hot car looking. But this is just kind of like elegant with the Ferrari. I know it's got the Ferrari red, which adds to it. But there's something about that body style, though. Yeah, there is something. They both have three liter twin turbocharged V6 engines. Mm. But the Ferrari produces 881. Well, the Maserati Produces less. Well, fuck the Maserati. We got the we got the Ferrari right it, here. It, the like difference it. is it has the hybrid, the Kerr system, kind of like Formula One. Even looking at it, they do have the here, difference the in thing. the front ends really makes it for me because the whole body style is very similar. Yes, but the front end on the Ferrari just it looks like Owen Wilson and cars. It, it's smoother if you go yeah. below that one. You know, nobody but Maserati would make sense. Maybe Pagani, but th- yeah, they wouldn't make well, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, they would. I mean, I really love the Maserati. The look of it, it's the the back here looks nice. To where I, I don't like know. The front, I like the I like curves. The back. The ba- I like I like them both. I like the curves of the Ferrari more than I like the straight the shape, lines, like the shaving edges of the Maserati. I mean, literally, if you were to offer me either, I would take it. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to snub my nose at it. I would free if you give it it. Uh, yeah. But if we're comparing body styles, I do Is, see the I see the similarities, but I also see the differences. They're both. But I, they I, they I, both I, look I, sleek, like like sleek, sexy, yeah, Italian cars. Whereas yeah. Maserati is more of a. I don't know what Maserati has with about it, but it's just something. And they're within thirty. What, what did I say? Thirty minutes. 30-minute drive from each other. So they're, like, right within the same valley. what you do? Oh, okay. Well, we could kind of do something People like who Maybe live in the same area design similar cars. There's Crazy. also aerodynamics. They're shaped yeah. that way so it stays on it the road. It looks like the Ferrari is going to be a little bit more lower to the, uh, you know, lower it's center really, force of gravity. Than it's really one. tough to tell from the, the Maserati looks so high right there. 
Yeah, but that's like that's in a wind tunnel. How, you can't really. All right, they, you got me there. There's no person like if Shaq was standing next to both of them. We that could, could be judge. a fu- they could both be fucking Hot Wheels cars. Like how many Shacks are they in size? That's next week's story when this we reveal that they were both Hot three quarters cars. of a Shack tall. <laughs> this car is only an eighth of a Shack. It's really small. I don't think we need to make Shack a unit of measurement. Right. Well. <laughs> Let's move on to the next story, which is all about markups. So all right. there has been a lot of problems with cars lately, the chip shortage. There's also a shortage of used cars for some yeah. reason. They are buying up anything to have on the lot. And Toyotas are really popular. Sure are. They, uh, Forerunner here, sold 130000 last year. The MSRP is fifty two seven, but if you look below, some people are marking it up twenty three thousand. Wow! What the fuck? They were already expensive. When Nobody... you're looking at the class of cars, they were already fucking way overpriced. Ooh. Everything, and that was just because most of them are mainly you know made in Japan and shit. Now you have that. Oh my god! Maybe a Jeep. <laughs> it's going to be just as hard to find You can't find shit out there right now They're all just starting up again Because they were yeah. chugging through the pandemic And then January I know uh, at least Acura shut down So a lot of them shut down mm-hmm. after the fact And now they have to start back up again And now you have you know, parts problems To where you can't find parts Of you know crucial things that you need Or stupid things like wipers And Filters and you know normal different shit. There's a lot of different problems with supply chain in the automotive industry, and I know everybody's really global. working hard at getting that back up and running. So people just global need to supply chain. Pop Such a, a Percocet and calm down. Such a good idea in the '80s. You know what else is a good idea? Something positive. Like something. This, this is something miniature. that won't make you want to cut your wrist. Something miniature. Let's okay. wait and see. This <laughs> is a concept okay. car designed by the same people who did the ID3. There's more photos below. Did they design this during an LSD trip? No, 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 no wait. No, no, oh, there's another one. Okay. I, I like the look of it. They were watching iRobot. Go, 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 go down. Uh, that uh, all right? That reminds me of like the Toyota Previa and those kind of like. Bubble kind of vans. That is yeah. kind of cool. I'll appreciate that. I do. It's very futuristic. It's very. Uh, it's that got the windshield same... moves up like a fucking Savannah. I you know. see. What? They have the inside looking like a lounge. That the seat. If that's the driver's seat, I, I, that shouldn't turn around I like don't that. Think it's supposed to. I don't. I don't nice. like how that turns around like that. I don't Unless you're going level four autonomous driving, yeah, no, do not turn it around. Like the car is not driving; you are. Like it's like Feng Shui met Johnny Cab. The car will tell you there's a wall coming. It's not going to stop. I don't think unless, you should unless, be able to George Jetson and just turn yeah, yourself the, right around. The, not the driver's seat. Hey, is everybody feeling driver's. okay? Or do you need tea? Let me go to the cat. Let me go to the kitchen. You know, we don't need that in a fucking van. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not. Th- but the rest of it. What kind of woke hipster designed this car? 
the same people who designed the ID3 because it's hip and fun and they're talking about it. And let's not talk about their lawsuits with Volkswagen. I mean, they will speak for themselves. See, they're lounging. Some just lounging away. That does not look comfortable at no. all. At doesn't, all. He's doesn't getting really a cramp look. right here. You see how his legs bowing? Yeah. I don't I don't like his chances there. Let, let's talk about uh, uh recalls. This is weird, so let's go back to something that's stable throughout this podcast. Like recalls. Fuel leaks. Doom and recalls. Hyundai and Kia have fuel leaks. So don't park it in your house again. But, well, I don't know about that. uh, Both cars have a 2.5 liter I-4 supplied by Hyundai Motor Manufacturing Plant in Alabama. Hyundai Sonata N-Line Kia K5 GT sedan, upper trim levels of the Hyundai Santa Fe, and the Kia Sorento. Okay. Get to your dealer quick, because a fuel, what did I say? Fuel leak means money out of your pocket. Yeah, it definitely does. In the I don't know where emissions. all my fuel went. I filled it up yesterday. Well, especially if you're concerned about emissions and stuff. Yeah. Which is really... Or pollution. Know different stuff but yeah stuff like that you're gonna want to go in there and get that fixed yep so the future is electric boogie woogie woogie and the ceo of jeep he didn't say it he, he was kind of hinting at it he sort of danced around it yeah the jeep wrangler extreme recon can drive through 33.6 inches of water the Wrangler Rubicon plug-in, the 21-mile uh, electric range, has a battery, a waterproof battery pack. Yeah, but point one more and it's fucked. Yes. <laughs> but it's a waterproof battery pack, and that's what they're say- he's, he was hinting at that the future of Jeep is. A okay. Jeep that's, you know, the 21 miles is kind of yeah. ridiculous. Well, yes, yes, but if you can you get have through 30 inches underwater in that 21 miles, that would be useful. That yeah. yeah. Especially if you're out there and you need it for just that. The driver will need a snorkel. Yeah. Or just so they has, can breathe. Or if it has like a plug and you can like plug shit in. Yeah. Camping. I've people do that. Electrify the alligators that are right around you. Sure. Peter might not like that, but, you know, electric okay. cars. So you're going to Disney? <laughs> they got an alligator problem. No way. No, no, no. They've been getting rid of them. It's, it's <laughs> totally fine now. Watch your baby. What do you think they were doing during COVID? Getting rid of alligators. Thought it was bad when Dingo ate your baby. Alligator Loki just ate your baby. During the day, it's fun and merriment. When they close the parks, the alligators try and take over, and Disney has to uh, come out in their mascot costumes and wrangle alligators. Now we know where that uh, Freudian uh, alligator arm-biting thing came off of I might have made all that up, but... We didn't make up this next story. Yeah, you saw where I was going on that one. (laughs) That was a good segue. Yes. This is the last one. Yeah. Mercedes has an all-new flipping touchscreen. That's flipping awesome. The 22 AMG SL Roadster has an 11.9-inch touchscreen, and it flips, and uh, the screen will prevent glare. Giggity. 
Then it's awesome, though, especially to fight glare, because that's the big thing to wherever that sun is, it's going to be right on that screen. You're tr- you have to touch something and move mm-hmm. something and do something, you know, with the air con or whatever. And they're anchoring it in the center console, yeah. so you don't have to rip the whole dash apart if <laughs> that the I like. motor breaks. Like, when I mentioned this story, I was re- I was concerned about that. Like, how easy, but they're making it easy to get in and out. That's go- that's awesome. They Just in also, case a motor or anything else. They also have a 12-inch uh, flat screen behind the uh, for the instrument panel, but it has a visor. That's awesome. A visor. Like I was always saying, with all these screens and stuff, you gotta watch out for the sun. So UV damage and stuff not like only, that. Not only does it tilt, but uh, you should be able to see it when you put the top down. Rim spinning. Mercedes thinking of everything. And that brings yeah. us to the end of the show. Flipping screens aside, we want you to hop on over here to PJANDWH.com. You're going to find Big Brother here streaming Monday to Friday at Wall Jango Gaming. Just go ahead and clickety-click-click-click that button. A lot like embiggening ourselves to go right over here to the home screen where you're going to find all the funniest and uh, luggy and nutty moments right up here at the top as well as this podcast coming soon and of course it doesn't matter if you'd have a mercedes or a fiat nothing rolls without lug nuts we'll see you next week gang Drive on! Especially Formula One cars. They don't know. Watch the load nuts in the heat. You know? Because that's going to make a 2.2 second pit stop a 5.4 second. And everybody gets a. All right, all right. He loves super crazy outside time. It's his favorite time. Because that's where you're going to drive on, gang. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Drive on, blood nuts. Play on the tangers. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. It's weird. Recalls. Class. Clip. Excuse me, can I have the attention of the class for one second? Yes. Recalls. Class action disappointment. They were warned. The reliability of an alpha, markups, and an underwater Jeep. Kind of in the future. Recall. Lawsuit. That's hilarious. <laughs> they were warned. Where but Jersey? Oh, we do cover a car. We cover a trailer hitch. There you go. Alpha. Ferrari. Very impressive uh, turnout today with Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Charles Leclerc. Oh, yeah. I like him. I like Held him it out up until the end, up until lap 50, to where Hamilton just 
He was Hamilton. Hamilton, you know, he's he's one of the greats. He won seven. You know, <clears> he overcame really a ten second deficit yeah. in the pit. Mm-hmm. Ten seconds, which is nothing compared is, to what he's is, done this season. Well, uh, well, it's actually more like thirty seconds because it's like at, in idling. It's, and, yeah, it's 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 more. A little bit more, as they were explaining. But one thing that I did notice during the race is that due to the heat expansion, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the lugs were getting stuck on the way in and out of the pit. Yeah, yeah. So everyone was having trouble. So, so I guess you could say nothing in, rolls without lug nuts in F one, especially. Yeah, due to heat expansion. Tough to get it in and out, giggity. Yeah, and they put do all their lug nuts at once. That's right. Just a big old stud right in the hole. You know, just Lewis proving that, yes, he is the best. <laughs> yeah, I am yes, the best. I yeah. am the best. So, you know, it was a tough call. Just in case me. things went wrong, they had Botas in a very nice strategic position so they could still at least pull. I, I really like Botas. And it driver. was just really, it was a really good teamwork between the two of them. And they you know what? Really they came through. It. One and three. A couple of seasons ago, he had some sort of transmission problem, so he had to start from the pit. He finished like fourth. It was amazing. And Lando Norris when was when you start, awesome as well. When you start from the pit, you can't leave until the last person crosses the uh, the start line. Yeah, start line. So that's where the uh, uh, so other Red Bull know, was. He is really good. This uh, this week, he was in the uh, pit to start off. Yeah. At you know. per- Sergio Perez, and he did not really... He did well. He jumped mm-hmm. up the ranks a whole bunch, but really, Lando Norris was a standout star this week as well. But that is all F1 talk for the end credits. But we also want you to hit this button right here and subscribe right above Big Brother's head. That's going to be the very best Purjangers and Wallhangers video for you. Right above my head is going to be every single lug nuts in a playlist. And, of course, drive on. Bye.